Hey guys, welcome back to the Catch Up Time podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa McDonald, and if you're new here, welcome, welcome. If you listened before, I'm so glad you found your way back here today. My hope is that you find this conversation uplifting and that it puts a pep in your step as you go about your day. On this show, we'll shine the spotlight on real people just like you and me. You'll get to listen in on real conversations amongst friends as we explore an array of topics and take the discussion in any direction we choose. Along the way, we'll uncover truths and life lessons that we can all relate to and apply in our own lives. Knowing that we're not alone is incredibly powerful, and hearing how others have pivoted and adapted is inspirational. Join me each week as we discover new possibilities to grow, to be better, to be more productive, and to live happier, more fulfilling lives. Check out my Instagram and follow me at ketchup underscore time, like the condiment and the herb. (laughs) And be sure to hit subscribe to the Ketchup Time podcast, where you'll find some brightness and positivity to light up your day. All right, let's get started. On today's show, we're hanging out with Dave Turner, who's a good friend of mine from my Ritz-Carlton Denver days. I have just about the best memories of working there, and a lot of that was because of the amazing people that I worked with. You've already met Danny Diaz and Dewan Butterfield, who were also on the show earlier this year, and they're pretty awesome too. But today, we're hanging out with Dave to hear all about his year and how COVID affected his job in the event industry. Dave is the director of event technology at one of the biggest AV companies in the world. His career has taken him across the country, working at some of the biggest convention hotels in Las Vegas, Denver, and California. He currently works at a luxury resort in Scottsdale, Arizona, where he's been working throughout this entire pandemic. He shares how it's been working as the only full-time employee in the audiovisual department and how they've had to consistently make adjustments to their operation. He explains how they started doing more community-driven, COVID-safe events, like when they repurposed their huge blow-up screen for movie nights at the pool. They basically turned their parking lot into a drive-in movie theater for the community. How awesome is that? He even figured out how to use an FM transmitter to broadcast the movie's audio over the radio waves so that people could listen in their own cars. Talk about pivoting and adjusting your business to fit the current needs. Amazing. Dave is also very creatively talented and started his own YouTube and Instagram channels that feature him and his dog Kobe as they take on adventures and hikes all over the country. He even published his own children's books featuring Kobe in a series called Kobe Dog USA. Also, just a heads up, if you hear some funky audio internet connectivity issues, you need not worry because that was on our end and not on yours. It's actually kind of hysterical to me now in retrospect that we'd be having issues like this when talking to a mega techie AV guy. I don't know why we didn't do a mic check, like check, check, mic two, one, one, two, one, two. What do they say? (laughs) I don't even know. That would have saved us a lot of hassle. But don't let that stop you from listening to the whole thing. This guy is super witty and kept me laughing through the entire conversation. You can find Dave and Kobe's adventures on Instagram at KobeDogUSA, and you can follow Dave at DogDadDave also on Instagram. You can find his YouTube channels. I'll link them in the show notes, and I'll also share the Amazon link for Dave's children's stories if you are interested in purchasing a book. So, other than dealing with a few technical difficulties, please enjoy this conversation with my friend, Dave Turner. Oh, okay. Sorry. Now it's recording. Is it, rec- um, it just goes right into it? 
Well, yes, typically. I was in the room for a second before, so I had paused it, but I um, accidentally one time didn't start recording right away. And then, like, I realized after we had been talking for like two or three minutes, like, oh, wait, we hadn't been recording all this start over. <laughs> so we're good now. It's recording. Changing my name. You? you can see it. I'm not sure. Oh, I can. Like, this is really just so that you and I can see each other. Um, oh, I see. Is it still I'll just an audio podcast? Right just an audio podcast okay. i mean like i started recording and saving the video i got an external hard drive so like i have tons of data storage um so i'm not like yeah, worried about that you must have a lot that's i know how much video this stuff takes up so yeah that's yeah i um i should probably check to see how much i actually have left on it but um anyway but We'll go ahead and get started. I just well, I'm excited. It. I'm excited for you. A lot of people start projects, but you are running with this thing. You're doing an amazing job, it seems like. Uh, thank you. I am trying. I have been um, like getting in a rhythm. I needed last week off, though. Ollie had gotten sick, like not last week, but the week before. I usually work like a week out with the podcast. And so like two weeks ago, he got sick and then in turn, me and Mark got sick. It was like a 24 hour bug and it just like- and the, the bug wasn't uh, Mr. No. Mr. or Mrs. Corona. <laughs> thank God it was not Mr. or Mrs. Corona. Ay, ay, ay. Did, you, no, did, you, did you get tested? You know what we, no, it was just, um, it really came and went as quick as yes. it was here. You know what I mean? It like was, it was a stomach bug um, and no other symptoms, but I don't know. I got sick and then like that night, Mark and Ollie got sick and oh gosh, having a baby throughout is like not the best thing. So it was just like a rough couple days, which threw everything off, which yes. is why I took last well, week off. You know, as a 41 year old adult male, I know all about that. Oh wait, no, I don't. I, was, no, I, no, I, don't. <laughs> I don't know anything about that actually. Yeah. Although Kobe, yeah, Kobe, Kobe puked a few months ago. Oh, it's awful. It's just so, especially with like, you know, a dog. I mean, I would equate the same thing happening with like a baby to a dog. Like it's just kind yeah. of happening and they're just like sitting there like, what the fuck is this? Okay, so let's start over. We're not going to include that as our first opening to our episode. I thought that was a good opening. No. I was like, just, I was like, we're rolling. People are going to love this. People would not love that. I can't imagine. I'll keep recording and we'll see where it goes. But <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. So tell me, okay, we'll, we'll start over for real. Like I need like a, a good hard opening. So we'll go ahead and just get started. Okay. I don't know. Hi, Dave. How are you? Welcome to the Catch Up Time podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be back. I know. Well, here's the thing, right? You and I have been here, done that before. And shame on me. Back when I was just starting out, I wasn't uh, quite aware of how to like, you know, set up my storage. And I ended up deleting our episode by accident. So that was a real big shame because you could have been my first guest. Now, we should tell people that although it was deleted, it was the best one still. <laughs> you said you said you never laughed so hard for a whole hour, I believe is the quote, quote you said. I and remember just, that, we just yeah. want to make sure, yes, we just want to make sure everyone. And I, I was all my, I used all my best material, so I got nothing left. I just <laughs> <to> <laughs> 
<laughs> so there should be no expectations. No stories, <laughs> nothing like Yes. So please. Oh, goodness. This, this is going to be no fun at all. I can already yes, tell. Yes, I guarantee it. Guarantee. Definitely no fun. I've missed you, though. I swear to goodness. We spoke. It wasn't that long ago, but it does feel like it's been a minute since we've chatted and hung out. Yeah, that does feel... That must have been a few months ago, right? When did you do it? I was... I started the podcast back in, like, October. Oh, was it that long ago? Yeah. So it was a while. it was. It was, yeah. like... Because I remember having to stay up late for you the last time. Do you remember? And oh, so are. brutal. I know. Brutal. So it's, it's almost eleven o'clock for you. Listen, okay. I don't think you understand. <laughs> Things are different when you become a. No, runner. I know. I'm just. I'm. Uh, no, I'm fooling. I'm fooling. To be very honest with you, I have been staying up like a lot lately, um, and having late nights for the podcast like I find that this is the only time I can actually get work done and like edit um there's just too many distractions during the day and when I'm working like on my like real job right I find I tend to get like very derailed um and so this kind of is the only time in the evening when I have no distractions all is sleeping like there's nobody like texting me or calling me so this is actually perfectly fine. I, I tend to do my best creative work at e in in the late evening. So yeah, it's all um, good. Same. And do anything creative, it's usually I get sucked in, and then you have to stay up till six in the morning. You just got to keep going. <laughs> if you stop, if you stop, you may not be able to keep get start restarted. I feel like. Well, that's just it. Yeah. yeah. Do you, Do you do that? I mean, you're you're more yeah with, with those yeah. videos I like to make. Um, yeah, that's you usually that. that's usually how it goes get it all done in one giant 20 hour session and then <laughs> is that right that's that's how i do it that's yeah, I, get, style. I, get, I get sucked into it and i don't want to stop so yeah yeah that's just that you get on like a groove with like editing and you know yep. you're you're in a flow and it, it is hard to just kind of stop but i don't know i couldn't uh i don't think i could stay up till six in the morning i wouldn't i don't know what to do with myself <laughs> I think the latest I've stayed up is at, until two, and I was like, even at that oh point, gosh. I was like, oh my. <laughs> I know, isn't that ridiculous? I mean, in my life, I've stayed up late. No, I think you lately. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, you partied. There was a New Year's Eve party in Denver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, there was a time in my midnight. life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've always enjoyed my sleep, but I can always. I was always able to stay up late, but. Yeah, when he's up at six, seven o'clock in the morning, it's just a different story. But, you know, I do enjoy it. And that's why I've continued to progress. I mean, I've, I'm on, like I said, I'm on episode 18 and I am enjoying it still. So that's really good. I have been uh, learning a lot and along the way, you know, getting to catch up and chat with a lot of old friends. So I think the most fun. important thing is just to do it. Just keep doing it. Do it, do it, do it. And then exactly you're going to learn even by accident. You're going to learn things. So. So tell me, what are you doing with your, you have a few different things going on that I want to talk about today. You have two different Instagram channels, one for you and one for the doggy, Miss Kobe. Um, and then you have also the YouTube channel and some books. I mean, you have a lot Kobe's, going on. Kobe's books, well, that was a fun project, so. Yeah, how did that get started? Like, what was the progression? When did you, like, what so I moved first? to, um, moved to Arizona five years ago, five and a half years ago, maybe now, I think, yeah, five years ago, and just started hiking like crazy. And I think just as a hobbyist kind of thing, I bought the, I bought like a um, entry level, like professional camera. So Sony um, A6000. And so then I was hiking a lot. I mean, you know, moved here not knowing anyone. And then 
it was the winter. So that was, it was like November, December. And that is when you can actually go outside in Arizona, right? It's not, it's not 120 degrees. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, I really moved here with low expectations, not really even expecting to like it. And I discovered Sedona and discovered, um, you know, lots of other national parks and things that were within a day's drive. Just started taking, she's so photogenic and she's such a good dog. I mean, she knows when she, she takes stay like very, very serious, you know, like that's the law. Like she knows to just sit and stay. So we could go, you know, and, and get her to pose on a rock or like on a cliff or something and she'll stay, right? She stays put. And uh, so then I was able to get a lot of good pictures. And I really, the book, I never made, never planned on making those books or whatever, but what then it was just, I got all these pictures and they were really good. So then I did, really didn't know what to do with them. And so then I started looking into it and it was a little bit of a pain in the ass to figure out how to make a book. But once I got it down now, then I was able to, now it's easy. So that's why there's three of them. And then I got one more I'm working on too. Um, so is it you're doing like by this like they're called Kobe Dog USA and right now you have three out for have Utah Col Colorado Arizona and Utah okay. and then I've got enough pictures to do Rhode Island because I took it to Rhode Island over the summer and yeah. then and then just 46 more states to go and then the collection will be complete so I got plenty <laughs> of time she's only 10 <laughs> oh my god Lots of adventures await you. You've done a lot of traveling though, it seems like in the continental United States, um, as opposed to the recent years, you seem to have traveled a lot more abroad. Um, that is clearly true. The road, you know, with COVID going on, you have to stay a little closer to home, but you had to visit. I remember you telling me about this. You went on a trip to, is that where you're from, Rhode Island? I lived there, yes. I did live there um, as a kid, um, but super young. So really, it's my brother lives in Boston right now. He he left. He fell in love with the East Coast, I guess, or he's just or he's just crazy. But he moved back there <laughs> to that cold weather. So that was a, we rented a house um, in the Rhode Island on the Rhode Island, Rhode Island shore, and that's why we were that, we were really visiting my brother in Boston. But we just met in Rhode Island. So and didn't you like drive by your childhood home? You were telling yes, me? I did. Which that of course was a funny yes. Story. <laughs> <laughs> looked nothing like you remember of course as you know anyone would i guess expect yeah no yeah yeah no. yeah no not nearly as impressive as i thought it was i was gonna say you have like this grandiose yeah. like idea in your head and i then, haven't been home it's like it's funny though when you're when you haven't been home in so long it's hard to picture it and as a kid you think everything's so big yeah and, and you're like the sink is so short i remember thinking that when i like, came home after college i was like the sink is so short i don't understand and then i also tried to um well, you're still kind of short. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, it was a little bit shorter than I remember. I don't know. Maybe the sinks in college were really high. I don't know. <laughs> but I was trying to film a video at the time um, for that YouTube page you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And I was filming the house and the guy, of course, was home that lives there. And he literally ran after me, like filming with his with his phone. Like literally, he started to try to chase me. So I tried to calm him down. I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh so, my God. So um, yeah, he was pretty pissed. I don't know. And then he, he said some story of some, there was a break in in the neighborhood. And so I don't, anyways, oh, anyways, my. it's fine. I guess you probably, well, you probably for a good story. Yeah, you probably shouldn't do that, I guess. But anyways, I, I <laughs> be like, that was my child's at home though. You just yeah, I just tried to it. explain that. And then I took it, and then I took his wallet and I took off. Stop it. <laughs> Now that part you made up. <laughs> That's funny. But you ended up making a video and so you were posting all your adventures yes. on your YouTube So channel. I really wanted to get into that and I still do. It's still gonna happen. Mm -hmm. But once 
COVID, that was like, okay, if COVID lasts for years, I'm just gonna travel as much as humanly possible. And then things have, you know, it's gotten busy at, at work. And, oh no, I lost you again. And, oh, there you are. Oh wait, no. You got me? I can hear you, but I can't see you, but that's okay. Do you want to turn off your um, video maybe? That'll help. Well, if you can't, if people can't see me, you're going to lose viewers. You know what that's I mean? That's true. That's true. I mean, that's, I mean, that's really the only reason that's people... That's why they're here. <laughs> they don't hear... The, the thing is, the thing is, is that it's a, it's a podcast, so nobody's actually, like, aware of the, uh, the, vi the video part of it, which is why it's okay, but... It would be nice to see you, but I can still picture you in my head. I remember okay. what you look like. I'll, I'll, I'll send you some pictures. <laughs> okay. Um, can you see me? Am I, I, yeah, I can. Oh, yeah. you can? Okay, so I shouldn't make any like funny faces. I should still no, look you at can. you. you I'm going to just start playing Sudoku and you won't even realize. <laughs> That's not true. I won't do that. Okay. All right. All right. All right so dude, we'll, have to, we'll have to turn video on just in case you do the YouTube one day because they got. I'll bring Kobe in. At, at I know. Show. I know. Well, just next time, you know, maybe pay your like your electric bill <laughs> or your. That's not. That's not electric. Your internet bill. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got there. Insult. You got there. <laughs> you can you can re-edit that joke. Back I was gonna say uh, there's gonna be a lot of editing with this. <laughs> I need you to work. Uh, this is what happens when you record at 10.30 at night, okay? Mayhem. Yeah, yeah, Mayhem. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my this god, is, okay. This is wild. <laughs> this um, okay, so tell me more about your YouTube channel. So you started doing it just for Yeah, time. hoping I was able to be able to keep it going, like, on a at least monthly basis. And then I've just had to let work take priority. Uh, but as soon as, right now I don't have any full-time staff, so I'm hiring uh, furloughed guys back on a temporary basis and it's just you're still doing a little bit oh, yes okay. so it's a little it's not like i'm not not complaining about working but um but it just keeps me very close to the hotel like it's very hard to just of course it's very hard to leave and uh so it took a lot of coordination but a couple weeks ago i did go to puerto rico for a week and yeah, uh so that's that right. was... i remember hearing you say that well not hearing you we text but i remember yeah, telling yeah. you one so hold on hold on hold on let's back up a bit we have a lot to, to digest there. So you are still working. You have been through this whole pandemic. That's correct. Um, you are the direct, I mean, you're like the, the head of AV for like this whole for, hotel, right? That's correct. That's right. Wow. Yes. Tell me more. So there was at one point 25 employees and then slowly they dwindled down to just me um, when that shutdown happened, which is now about a year ago, right? And that was fine at first. My hotel did a lot of community events to try to like, you know, number one, save people's jobs and get some revenue in the hotel. So we started a drive-in movie night. Yes. And that was going, like doing like six movies a week um, for- That sounded incredible. With that, but that kept me really busy because then I had no one to turn to except pulling it off. Well, um, right. And so at this, that, when you were doing these things, like you were, you, you're saying you're the only actual employee right now? for the audiovisual for my company for the audiovisual yeah so i was borrowing security guards and engineers who were all amazing i mean the one the one good thing which is still going on right now it's like even today today was really busy at the hotel and but the all that's left is the cream of the crop you know what i mean like i 
and so that's when I went through that in the summer and we all did like only everyone got furloughed, you know, except the very, very best people. So when I did have to borrow engineers or security to help me pull off projects. They were willing to and able to help. Oh, I lost you again. Okay. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. So can you hear me? It's all good? Yeah. Is the quality good enough this way? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Do you have earphones or AirPods or anything that you could hook up to? You just yeah. sound just a smidge far. Give me a second. Okay. I'm thinking of all these f funny jokes, Dave. I can't wait to tell you. Get your earpods and I'll tell you. <laughs> okay, the only thing is I don't have a microphone. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, I can hear you better now because I have headphones, but I cannot. I don't have a mic on this headphone set. I um. Oh, I don't have it up here. Where did I put it? Oh, it's down. Oh, anyway, I have a real mic too and it stinks. It's not good. So I've just been using my Apple headphones. Yeah, no, I see people are using that on real television shows now. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, it gets the job done. It does, yeah. Okay, so no, no, you wanna hear my funny joke? You're the AV guy, right? It would just be so like, it's just funny that like we're having all these AV issues. Yes, of course. It always is like that. It always. <laughs> we should have done like testing, testing, one, two, three. <laughs> like, why did you suggest that? <laughs> well, I mean, if we were doing just fine, it's internet. We can't, which honestly is usually when something goes wrong at work too. It's always internet, which is Cox. So thanks, Cox. Is that right? Bunch of bastards. It usually is the issue. And then they look, everyone looks at you like you can just magically make it. Like internet's invisible. I, I can't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's true. How do you like explain that to somebody? Like, the, what do you do? You're at oh, the they don't. When a meeting, when the internet goes out in a meeting, oh God, they don't. Yeah. No, nope, you can't be rational. You can't be rational. All right. Well, welcome back. We are um, take two, take three. I'm not sure, but we're back with you. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear you for now, so that's good. Um, but you okay. were starting to say, so you're, you were doing all these like community events for um, for the hotel and you were doing oh, yes, I was and things trying like that. To, that's how. Yeah, just trying to reiterate just how it is amazing to work with people, the best of the best. And even that's like today right now, when I get to handpick my technicians, I bring back. Um, I mean, not gonna lie, it's the you know the best guys who are all anxious to work, and so there's a little enjoyable part um, to this to this period of time. You know, when we get super super busy again, then you're you know you're usually you're so desperate for people that you're just taking anybody, and then how it <laughs> you is. Know, you don't end up with the best people in those situations always. So yeah. But the drive-in movies, what a brilliant idea. And it's such a good way for you to have, like for the hotel to have made a little bit of money during this time when all your events had already been canceled and all this stuff. It just, it was a really, like, what a great idea. Yeah, we got some national attention for that. Like literally I saw, you know, we saw plugs from um, media in the East Coast and, and in the middle of the country. And I got reached out to by, I mean, at least 20 times from other hotels around the country saying like how did you do it you know just wanting to know the details of how to how you did it and stuff so right like how did you do it did so you I have to like get I kept it all to myself i didn't share this information with anyone <laughs> you said you come to my movie or you don't see a movie is what i said no you have to come get <laughs> but uh, the key was the the only really it's just a large screen which is an inflatable screen um that we could blow up and, and and take down each night but the the key to make it work is the FM transmitter, which is just this device. You play, you know, 
out of the computer that plays the movie. And then everyone turned to whatever channel it was, I forget, FM 93.1 or something. And that's how everyone listened to the movie. And so it was really, it's actually very simple. Yeah. You make it seem very simple, but like what a brilliant way to like use all of your resources and put, you know, that space to use when it really wasn't able to be used otherwise. Yeah. Really yeah. great. Would, would you guys have to like pay for the rights to play these yeah. movies? Yeah, and they did, they paid them. So don't, you can check the papers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna send anyone after you. Don't worry. <laughs> that's right. I'll change your name. No one will know who you are. <laughs> Thank you. But that's really cool. I mean, it really is like such a unique thing. I remember hearing about it, and I just loved that idea. I wondered if we had anything like that at a hotel. There's hotels big enough here, right? Like, I was thinking actually, instead of a, a inflatable screen, I thought you guys were broad or like shining it onto like the um, like the outside of a building with like a white like brick. I don't know. Yes, you, I mean, if I someone had a wall that big, you, you could do that. Mm -hmm. You could utilize that. Yeah, certainly. But you just had a big inflate. It must have been a really big screen. It was. It's 40 feet. Like, it's huge. Yeah. It's definitely oh, yeah. a safety hazard. No question. Like, <laughs> every <laughs> night I dream of that, have nightmares, I should say, of that thing oh, no. tumbling in the wind down the road and like, <laughs> crashing into cars or something so it would be like a legit tumbleweed in the desert but quite large yes exactly 40 foot one yeah but <laughs> still and we still use that same screen um even right now every saturday for dive in movies in the pool so mm -hmm. it still is a it's a project that you know it's a project that it's like i'm proud of but then also it's yeah it's always always stressful every time i know we're putting oh. that thing up it's stressful so well, do you not have like sandbags to weigh it down? Like, sandbags wouldn't, wouldn't be enough. So it literally gets it, um, it literally gets tethered into concrete hooks that we've cemented into the ground. So um, yeah. So okay. anyway, yeah. But that was probably not in place at, at the start. <laughs> no, well, yeah, we had to coordinate it and all that kind of stuff and get it put in. Yeah. That's so a lot. Of work. Yeah. Well, it was worth it. Now you're able to like do it for hotel guests and everybody staying at the hotel. They just have like a dive-in movie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Very cool. So you think that ho so the the hotel is starting to pick back up again? Yeah, we are super like we're like legit busy this week. Like there must be at least ten groups in in the hotel this week probably. So now yeah. it gets slow again next week, but that's also because of Easter. So um, I think yeah. we'll know for sure in the middle of April if we're busy again and it's it'll stay busy then for a couple months i think and then we'll know we're on our way back but if it dies again then you know who knows right right and are you doing a lot of these like virtual events or all of the events that you're hosting yeah you, we really talk person. about virtual events more than they end up getting executed but yes we do do a lot of them um it's still in this we're still in this phase a little bit where groups reach out to us you start planning it and then they cancel like we're still kind of doing that a lot so um but yeah anyways more and more yes everyone's doing just like we're doing right now on zoom you know yeah yeah i've spoken to a few meeting planner friends who have you know been furloughed or finding different avenues and different things to do um and a lot of them are saying that their most events are it seems like at least a split like 50 and 50 in person and a lot of people still at home doing virtual but it's been such a like challenge for them and I don't know how it has been for you. Like, have you had to learn how to do these virtual events? Yeah, totally new. We, I mean, I'll tell you my company, company's name is Encore. 
and and literally we've remapped almost you know we've reintroduced new products and new websites and we've launched in online portals and all these all these things that um, didn't really exist a couple years ago you know so yep so we're all constantly learning you know yeah it seems like it i mean and encore is one of the biggest companies at least in the united states i don't know i mean encore was at every hotel i worked at between that and psav which you used to work for as well or was psav so we psav bought encore is what happened so yeah uh, we took you took like the two biggest guys and they got together so brilliant that makes sense now you have like a real monopoly is there anyone else? <laughs> I don't think we're supposed to say it that way, but yeah. <laughs> I, I said it. You didn't say it. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> no, no, that's not what we have. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, you guys are, so you're in Arizona. You basically, um, you and Kobe, your dog, go on all these adventures throughout your week. I don't know when you have time to go on these adventures. It sounds like you're working a lot. Um, but you're, you started a YouTube channel and an Instagram for your dog adventures. So you have two channels or two Instagram accounts and are they linked? Um, I guess they're linked. I mean, no, like, I mean, are, they're, they're in conglomeration with each other. That's not the right word. You know what I mean? Like you click on one, you can find the other. Yes. <laughs> yes. They know each other. Yes. They are friends and they like each other's photos. Yes. And they like each other's so Kobe's Instagram so, was just put up for all that hiking pictures from from doing adventures with her. Well, actually, what actually really started, it legitimately started her Instagram. I didn't know what Instagram was, and I was living in Las Vegas, walking her, you know, down Las Vegas Boulevard nightly because I lived in a condo on the Strip, and just getting constantly stopped, like for people wanting to say hi to her because she is the friendliest dog in the world, wagging her tail. She literally smiles at people. And I was literally getting stopped. And there were walks where we get, like, I just want to do a quick walk sometimes. And I'd, I'd get stopped like five or six times for people to pet her. And then, oh and people would literally like take, I don't know, I mean, partially they're drunk, but they'd want to take pictures and things like that. And I absolutely, I should have just put a jar on the ground and been like, pet my dog for $2 and I would have made money. Oh but um, anyways, so that's what when people were doing it like oh can i post your dog on instagram like people were saying things like that and i was like well so that's when i started doing exactly that and then that's when i discovered what the heck instagram was and then when i moved to arizona um then it just became her hiking pictures really yeah you guys go on quite the adventures and then yeah i really and then again i really wanted to start my own travel page and i was really ready to start doing that um, and then just, you know, work's been a little too busy to actually do any travel, but I definitely plan on getting that going once things return to normal. Uh, yeah, that would be nice. Hold on. Look behind you. Look, no, don't look behind you. Just look at your head. It looks like your picture. Wait, no. Tilt your head back the other way. It looked like you were wearing a party hat. It was like that. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help but look. Okay, sorry. So is this your living room? This is like an office. So you can see my Bronco, still a Broncos fan. Very nice. Very proud. And there's a hiking picture of Kobe. Beautiful. Yeah. Very, very nice. And is this the same place you've lived in, like, since you moved back to Arizona? Um, I had an apartment the first year, and that got mm -hmm. to Yeah. Yeah. So it's been, it's been a while now. Yeah. Do you think you're going to stay out there? Honestly, 
anything's possible. Who knew? I would have said no, but now that with the way things are, um, it's going to be really hard to move. I mean, jobs are obviously not very out there. You know, we got to see how the recovery comes along. Um, but okay. I would be, I would be willing to move again. Yes, only to certain places though. I'd go to Colorado again. I would go to Tennessee, and you know, maybe a couple other places. Mm-hmm. Well, it'll, it'll be interesting to see where where you land. Um, okay, so you were saying though about the Instagram. So you started posting these adventure pictures. I mean, she literally has little hiking boots. Where do you get dog hiking boots? Um, I get asked that a lot. That's like my number one question. And it is just off Amazon. It was just off Amazon. Yeah, I mean, just give it a search on there and there's a ton of options. And definitely it took a couple tries. Like there were some really bad boots I went through that would just fall off or whatever. Um, but but the kind she has now, like if anyone messaged me, I would recommend like they stay on like super secure and they've gone through snow and they've gone through hot desert and gone through water and they stay on really yeah. good. So, and yeah. they look really cute. They're like little orange. That's the real, let's face it, that's the real reason she wears them. So. They're really cute. <laughs> It's so true. And what happened, like I was telling you that one of my girlfriends, her dog is going through a hard time with her dog's eye, his eye. I'm not sure exactly. I'm not sure if she ever reached out to you or not, but I, I, I thought of you instantly because you had gone through that situation with Kobe a few years ago. Yeah, actually just a year ago. That was last year already. And so Kobe, I went to, I took Kobe to Tennessee. Actually, I'll go back a little bit further. Someone, oh my gosh, there's two, there's a couple stories in here. Um, I took Kobe to the vet a couple times because a bartender um, had pointed out that she had glaucoma and I didn't even know what the heck glaucoma was. And I was like, I was like, my dog's perfect. Don't you dare tell me my dog has glaucoma or whatever. But anyway, and then I, then I looked up what glaucoma it was and I was like, oh, she's that's wild. And so she had that glossiness in her eyes. So I took her to a couple of vets and neither, both of them were like, yeah, she's got glaucoma, but there's nothing you can do about it kind of thing. So anyway, I just went along um, living my life with her and I really started, I started to feel like she was in pain or something was wrong and she was turning 10 though too. So it was kind of like, you know, she's getting old. Like, you know, maybe there's nothing really wrong there. Uh, anyway, so I, was, I took her to Tennessee and that's when it got really, really bad. Like her eye, her one eye turned like red and I would, I would try to like poke her in the eye and like she wouldn't even flinch. So I was like, oh my gosh, she went blind in that eye. So as soon as I got back, which was of course Christmas Eve, I took her to, I tried taking her a vet and of course, you know, no one's open or whatever. I found someone finally refers me to this actual eye doctor for dogs, which I didn't even know existed. And of course there's like a $500 after hours fee that they say. And I'm like, at that point, I'm like, I don't care. Like whatever it talks, like whatever it takes, mm -hmm. you know? Of course, you know, at, at the end of the vet visit, they literally waived the fee. She's like, I love your dog so much. We're not going to charge you the after hours fee. So that was amazing. And then anyways, I treated that eye for like a week or two to see if it got better and it didn't. And so then really the only option was to take it out. And, but the awesome thing was, and I kind of hope, I mean, this is what I was hoping for. I was like, I just didn't want her to be in pain, you know? So w once the eye got out and recovered, I mean, there's night and day, like we, I just did a hike a couple weeks ago with Kobe, a really, really hard hike out here um, in Cave Creek. And it was something that she could barely do a year ago because I think she was had a headache or was in pain. 
and she did it and could have done it twice just the other day. Mm -hmm. So she feels a million times better. Like whatever was causing that pain, which obviously was her swollen eye, um, is gone. And so she's happier than ever. Now the other eye is still really bad also. So um, I actually go back to the vet tomorrow to get that other eye checked out. So hopefully now that it's being treated, um, we would just, we'll be able to save that eye. Um, the frustrating part was that this eye doctor was like, oh, you could have been treating it the whole time. So it was a little frustrating those other vets didn't know. Yeah. But. yeah. Is it just such a specialty that like, I mean, an eye doctor for dogs, does a normal vet just not know those sorts of things? I guess, well, I guess the answer yeah. is no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's something though. I mean, thank goodness you were able to get her treated and now she's, I mean, a year later able to do all these like, you know, exciting things with you. It's night and day. Really. Yeah. I definitely, she still seems like a puppy. Like it's crazy. So hopefully she can last long enough for those 46 states yeah. I need to do with books. So yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so the Instagram page started and then you started writing books based on, or not based on, but because you had all this content from like your trips with her. So you started writing children's books. Yeah, they're supposed to be funny. Um, <laughs> not if they are, but <laughs> it's harder. It was a lot harder doing the writing than I expected. I thought I had enough little jokes, but it gets hard to, to think of things. That would be, keep it a kid's book, keep it a, keep it as a children's book, so you gotta keep it appropriate, yep. but still try to make an adult chuckle is, is with something like Disney is mastered, obviously, like Disney movies are really good at that, Toy Story and okay. stuff, but um, it's hard to do. But anyways, I just kinda, yeah, so it takes a few months, I guess I'd say, to actually write one of these things. Yeah. <laughs> it's way, way, yeah, you know, even though it's only like 20 pages long. But it's still, it's, it is, it is, you know, not only are you like taking the pictures and putting them in, you know, the right way and, you know, editing the paper of it all, but then having to actually insert the words and like think of, you know, the material. I'm sure that is, you know, time consuming. How did you even get this published? Are you like under a... Oh, it was all through Amazon. Amazon's got... Um, really? Yeah, they've got it laid out super easy so they take i mean technically it's kobe dog usa publishing and stuff but it's all through amazon um sorry i can't even remember what it's called that little that department of but amazon. it's through but, amazon they have um, their own like, yeah and they take stuff. and then they take i mean they take i think they're taking like 60 or 70 percent of the sale so which is whatever but they're ultimately the one printing it packaging it sending yeah it. exactly it's exactly. like money yeah. that you because here's the thing so my dad's wrote a book for my son and what we're having a hard time is finding a publisher if you like go to a you if you'd like you could come to kobe dog usa publishing <laughs> so you have your that's why, under that title or under that publisher you literally could yes i could literally publish that book um, but anyways, um, yeah, but that's the way to do it. If you're just trying to do something on a, you know, amateur level, but still have it out there. Um, yeah, I would highly recommend it. I can send it to you after this. Yeah. Look it up. They changed, sorry, they changed. Let me put the phone down for one second. Oh well, yeah, I'd be interested. Okay, of course, internet is completely down right now, so. Ay, ay, ay. Well, um, what else? What else is going on? How's everything else? Well, here, I'll tell you about Puerto Rico because that was the most exciting thing I've yeah. done lately. Um, so, because I do want to do, I want to put that on the YouTube page, the Dog Dad Dave YouTube travel page. I'll make a whole video. And, but what I'm going to talk about a little bit was the frustrations of, of the COVID restrictions they had there. They had an 11 p.m. curfew 
and even though I knew that going into it, it was every night you're like, oh, I don't want to go back yet. I don't want to go. I don't want to go back to the room yet. And truly, they shut down Ubers and they closed all the restaurants. It was like a hard stop at eleven. Yeah, that was a little more frustrating than I had anticipated. Um, Where'd you stay? I'd like an Airbnb. So I just I stayed in a Fairmont. I stayed at a Fairmont um, okay. on the beach um, in uh, San or near San Juan in San Juan, I guess. And that was it was a beautiful property. And that was the other frustration, though, was although it was beautiful, service is really wasn't too good to be quite frank and i think that was not not just at the hotel but just at all the restaurants everything nearby because i think that no one's bringing their full-time staff back yet you know you could just tell like lines are long and service is slow everywhere you went and same thing i went to vegas last weekend and it was the same thing like i mean it looked like an hour-long line to get pizza or to get coffee um, people who wanted to gamble were waiting in line to gamble like it was crazy it was like um, so I do, I do think we're about to enter a few months of seeing that kind of level of service everywhere we go. You know, as as things are real, people are willing to go, but businesses are still too scared to start paying people to work. So. Well, you're seeing that firsthand as well. Like at the hotel, like you said yourself, yeah. you can't bring back like your full time staff. And so yeah. I know for a fact, like we've talked to friends who are servers or bartenders here, and they are still running on that skeleton crew that they have been. I mean, and they're all exhausted. They all hate it. And you're supposed to be like thankful and appreciative that you have a job right now. But it's like you're doing the job of 20 other people or what, you know, used to be. So that's frustrating though as as the customer, like traveling to all these places, like you weren't able to, it's unfortunate you didn't have like, you know, the best service. You just have to, you just have to prepare yourself mentally so yeah. you're not disappointed, I think. And what was, so you were in San, San Juan, is that what you said? So we did the Fairmont and then, then that was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. So then there's a rainforest, um, El Yunque, if I'm saying that right, I can't remember. Um, and that was gorgeous. Technically, I guess it's the only actual uh, rainforest in the United States because mm-hmm. Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory. Um, and that was really neat. And that was actually a benefit. So of the COVID restrictions that they limited people that could go into the rainforest, you actually have to make a reservation. And so luckily that part I had planned ahead. And so we did this one hike and we didn't see anyone the entire hike. We hiked kind of the bottom, I guess we went downhill. So to the bottom of the rainforest. And then there was like a pond down there where we went, we went swimming and stuff. And so that was the most fun thing that we had done there. So there was like a benefit of COVID, right? If you can travel and you want to do things just in nature, you might actually have a better experience. Than, Isn't that interesting? Than I normal, wonder, are know? they just limiting the people that can get into the rainforest? Is that what you're saying? But with the reservations? Yep. I couldn't I couldn't tell you how many a day or something, but maybe, you know, maybe, you know, instead of just letting everybody in, it was like maybe only 100 people a day or something. I'm not really sure how many they're letting in. And were you like on a guided tour or anything? No, you, you're free to do whatever you wanted once you got in. Um, but to get in, they literally checked your name, like made sure you, you made a reservation. Yeah. And to travel there from the night, from like, you know, from where you are in Arizona, did you have to take a COVID test and have it be negative? Yeah. So the COVID, yes, yes and no. Right. So everyone tells you you have to do that. Even when I traveled to Rhode Island over the summer, they told you you had to, no one checked anything. So this, this was experience was unique. So they tell you you have to pass within 72 hours. Um, which was a little fr- a little frustrating because you went went to CBS. They said they'll give you the results within 24 hours on the website, and then I didn't get it in time. 
So, or at least I was worried. I think it was, the, you know, the night before we were leaving for the flight. And so then I went and did a rapid test. And so I went through it again, got that result, which I passed. And then we got to the counter at American Airlines and they're, they're actually, this is before the flight, right? They literally wanted to see the paperwork, which surprised me. I thought like Puerto Rico would care. I thought Puerto Rico would check, right? Um, but they checked us there at the counter. So I don't know what happens if you didn't have it at that moment, but um, because actually, yeah, on the Puerto Rico website, it says you can just take the take a test when you land. So that was really confusing that they were checking before we left. Anyways, they, yeah. I, show the, I show my rapid result and they're like, oh, we don't take rapid test results. So that was another lesson to learn. I'm like, okay, no one, you didn't really make that clear. Luckily, like within that hour, with the hour before the flight, or before I got to the airport even, um, I had gotten my original result from the test that I took 72 hours ago. Yeah, I know, <laughs> which I didn't think I needed anymore, but then luckily I, I, I was able to show that and then we got through. So they checked, they checked but there, but when you got to Puerto Rico, they didn't really check. You had to fill out paperwork, but they didn't actually check. Like I wonder why the rapid test didn't count. Like it's I just think, a... yeah, it probably is a lesser accuracy rating or something. You think so? I guess. I mean, I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But anyway, so there was no quarantine period once you got to Puerto Rico, once you had Could because, you know, yes, all that technically, documentation. Exactly, that. because we had passed the test, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. All right, all right. Well, the the guest I have on my show this coming week, and she is a flight attendant for Delta. Oh, neat. And, neat. um very much put my mind at ease about flying. I, you know, I'm a worry wart. It's just in my nature to worry. And so um, I've been very uh, hesitant about flying. And I actually, my cousin is getting married in June out in Denver. And so after talking to my friend Shaterika, I think I feel more comfortable flying than I did before. I don't know. I, I like. I just. I don't know why I have it built up in my head as to be like this really like scary thing. But do you feel very safe when you travel on planes? It seems like you've done it. I do. Yeah, I do. I'm not. But that's just me. I mean, I know some people are more concerned. I'm not worried at all about it. No. So yeah. Some of the flights were packed too that I've been on lately. Is that right? Like I went to Vegas. I went to Vegas just a few days ago, and I mean that was sold out flights. Was it? And they're seating every yeah. seat, not even like even the middle seat. Yeah, I know it's so funny. They put all these social distancing and all these things in place before you get on the plane, and yet then they just jam everyone on the plane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what did you do in Vegas? Just for like, if, I mean, is it just like an hour? Oh, uh, just to watch the first day of the March Madness basketball tournament. I met a friend there, so that was really fun. And that, but again, that was the COVID stuff. Like you really notice the the long lines. Like restaurants were not. We literally struggled in Las Vegas, on Las Vegas Boulevard, finding something to eat at, at midnight, like which would normally never be a challenge, you know? Yeah, yeah, especially there. Is, are, did the casinos close down or even there, like, on uh, The gambling stayed open. It was just all the restaurants and the casinos, which are normally, a lot of them are normally stay open super late or 24 hours or, or close. Yeah. I've been thinking about Vegas a lot. I don't know why I have it in my mind that I want to go there, but I don't, I don't gamble. Mark does, but I don't know. I just find it to be a really good foodie town, but I like exactly that's it's, just it. and that's what I've I've learned that too it's become a foodie a foodie town like and so there are a lot of fun restaurants to go you look them up I went to did you do are you a Gordon Ramsay person I like him I don't know any of his restaurants I've never yeah. been to any he's got yeah he's got Hell's Kitchen out there that was just fun to go to oh nice is that where he's they few, actually few. record the show? 
No, I don't. I don't believe so. Okay. We thought that going in, but no, I don't think so. He's brutal. Yes. Um, yeah, but I don't know Vegas. But did you have fun living out there? Yes, I did. Um, it just got you know, it gets old. It got old. It got old on me. Like, mm-hmm. and I'd lived there three separate times. I kept moving there for my job, and then um, moving away for a different job. You know, for a better job, and then moving back because there's so many hotels there. So there's always jobs available there. And then that, that third time was mm-hmm. like, I realized I'm done. So when things like reopen and you're able to travel again, what's on your next big trip that you want to do? So last, last year before COVID had hit, I was like, I had it scheduled out, planned to go to the Philippines. So I'm hoping to go to that part of the world at least, um, even this year, hopefully. And then otherwise, like I really want to get back to New Orleans. I've only been there once. My dad's been pushing to do a trip with me. So Costa Rica, he wants to do, and an African safari. Um, And then I definitely want to get back to Denver, San Diego, I usually do an annual trip. So I just want to get back to doing all all those things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You you had taken a trip to like Bali. I mean, you you've been to Asia a number of times before. I did Vietnam, which was the big cave expedition. That was amazing. I did Thailand and then Bali. Yeah. And three separate trips, or were they all at the same time? You just... Those are three separate like three week adventures. Yeah. And you spent three yeah. weeks in each of those places. Yeah, I think Thailand was only like actually ten days, but the other two were three weeks. That's yeah. a significant amount of time. Yeah. Well, I'd like to get my money's worth. I mean, I just, I'm at a point where I live to travel. It's, I just, I love it so much. And so that's why I should have been doing this YouTube page. I should have been doing Instagram. Of course, just like lots of people say that. But before it was cool, I should have been doing it. Now it's going to be a very competitive world. So, but I figure, I mean, it's just, it's fun to do. So you might as well do it. So I will, so definitely stay tuned for uh, Dog Dad Dave. Uh, YouTube travel channel. I love it. I love that name. Dog Dad Dave. It's perfect. Very, very nice. All right, Derek. Well, it was really fantastic talking to you. Thank you for uh, taking the time. Yeah, you too. Congratulations. This is so awesome. Thank, what you're you. Doing. Thank you. Well, it, it'll be a funny joke just being that you are a director of AV and here we are having such like AV. Thank it's you. just so perfect. I can't help but laugh about yeah. that part of anything. So. Yeah, yeah. No, this is really fun. It's just fun talking to you anyways. Yeah, and that's the thing. I want it to be fun. I always enjoy our conversations. We always have like, you know, ridiculous like little quibs that come off. You have such a funny sense of humor to me. So I love talking to you. I just, I appreciate it, Dave. You have a good rest of the night. Go relax. I know you just got home from work. So go enjoy the rest of your evening and we'll talk to you. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks. Bye. Catch Up Time podcast is an original podcast produced and recorded in Orlando, Florida. Remember to subscribe to the Catch Up Time podcast to get notified each week when new episodes are posted. You can also follow us on Instagram at ketchup underscore time. Thanks again for listening to the Catch Up Time podcast.